Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Please, I would like to invite you to have your seat. I'd like to greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ. To be in the house of the Lord. Uh, before we continue, I have a testimony here. This is from Brother Dr. Peter Mulonde. He says, God bless you. I thank God for a business opportunity. A colleague of mine gave me to run a medical facility in Chiwatule. I think... Uh, uh, the way uh, he told me the testimony, he, he ought to have changed these words. Because it was unbelievable. But it was in prayer. He lost his job some, years, some months ago. But he just said, you know, someone just telling him, you know, I have several hospitals. And I want you to help me to take over this one. So, the, do you think that is a man? That is God. So you should have said God gave me to run a medical facility. <laughs> so he says, I, he knew, the person he's calling a friend of his, he knew him for the first time. And they, they met when he was trying to help him to register a clinic in Nachifuma. And through that instruction in the process, through that interaction in the process rather, he told me of a medical facility that he doesn't have time to run. And uh, his new... Uh, and he needed to cut costs, his costs. And so he asked him if he could be able to take it as a manager, and he accepted. And so, actually, the brother even paid the, the one month rent, and he has started to run it already. Uh, <laughs> he didn't want to say it, but I believe the hospital was given to him. To a, to a believer, every footstep is possession. So we want to thank God for that testimony. Uh, for Brother Dr. Mlonde. We are believing for more. God knew that uh, it is for the funds for the church. And he has already started opening doors for the people. Amen. Amen. I also had a testimony of an open door for Brother Joseph. Say, God, Joseph. We, we will bless the name of the Lord. Uh, so, uh, to those of you who did not attend our meeting on Sunday, we would like to let you know that we uh, we instituted uh, a new system. 
Of being able to do fundraising for our land. And uh, we instituted a system whereby we shall have uh, seven groups. And in each group, there is a team leader and uh, who is responsible for fundraising for that team. And so we divided ourselves, the whole church, in, in, in sections of seven groups. I know there are those of you who might be here and you are not part of any group yet. So by the end of the service today, you, you, we are requesting you to be a part of a group. Uh, if you know you are not part of a group, which means you are not uh, participating in this exercise and we would like you to be a part of one. Uh, also members, also those groups, the, it is up to the leader or the team leader of the group to do fundraising. Fundraising is not an easy process. But it is easy if the team leader knows what they are doing. And if you know you are failing, uh, you cannot be able to coordinate with people. How do you know if you are not bringing results? Then we will ask you to find someone else in your group and request them to take over. So, uh, the brothers requested me that I, I uh, take... Uh, one of the ministers said, Pastor, you are the best to handle as the chairman. Because you are the one holding the vision. But certainly I'll need assistance. And uh, since I was uh, voted by those brothers as a chairman, I, I, I was thinking that I also... Uh, uh, ask someone to assist me. Because we will need someone every Sunday here who will be coordinating, actually every week who will be coordinating with every group, leaders, and also will be giving us the report, the details report every Sunday. And uh, since I was appointed, I think I'm also going to appoint you, Brother Andrew. If you agree. Uh, I know I did not speak to you before but we are one family here and uh, people are clapping so it means they have accepted and so do you agree brother Andrew uh, okay. if you do not agree you, you have agreed now but if because um, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. But if you do not agree, you can come to me after service. And I will apologize and pick someone else. But I believe you agree. And, and so, uh, he, I'm sure he can, of course we have our treasure already. Where all the funds are being given and then he's responsible for putting it on the church account. And um, so for today, 
Because we did not have a team in place to connect all the teams, we, have, we do not have organized information. But nonetheless, I'm going to give you the information that we have. And what we don't have, I'll ask the team leaders to give it to me here. So, I am going to read the group totals. How much each group has raised this week. Uh, we have the group of Paul. Uh, and the team leader is Brother Brother Joel. Brother Joel. Raise up your hand. Right People did not see you. Yes. That's Brother Joel. And that team has raised 82,000 this team. Um, we have the group of Iranians. Is that Iranians? Okay. Uh, this is the group uh, of Iranians. And the team leader is Brother. Shalom. And they have raised a total of 95,000. Hallelujah. Amen. And so we have also the team of Columba. And uh, I forgot the team leader. Who is the team leader? Yeah, Sister Esther. And they have raised a total of 112,000. Praise the Lord. We have the group of Martin. The team leader is Brother Isaac over there. If you can and they have raised a total of 10,000. Amen. So we have the group of Martin Luther. And the team leader is Sister Fever. Right behind you. Raise up your hand. And they have raised a total of 304,000. Praise the Lord. And we have the group of John Weasley. And they have raised a total of, uh, the, the leader is uh, Sister, uh, Sister Mugole. Sister Baka, right over here. And they have raised a total of 100. 66,000 Was someone counting the totals? Okay. Someone counting? Yes, brother Isaac. Online person. Ah, he's counting. Okay, he, I'll need the total. And then last is the group, group of William Branham. Uh, who is the leader again? William Branham. The team leader. Oh yes, my daughter here, Sister Kugonza. Lift up Kugonza. your hand. And they have raised a total of 140,000. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you have the total? What's the, what's the total amount? 909,000 shillings. Hallelujah. Amen. Our, our weekly target is 1 million. 
For the first time, that's not bad at all. Amen. And so we are 100, oh, rather about 998,000 shillings short. So the leader this month, uh, this week, has been John has been a Martin Luther. And so let us give a big hand for the members and of Martin Luther. Amen. And number last has been Martin. We are not clapping for Martin. Martin we are encouraging Martin to do a better job. Now, there are some groups that have a lot of students. And the students are not even around there. I understand Martin is one of those groups. And I think Columba. So, I was thinking what we are going to do, we are going to put all the students in the lower classes in one group. As I think Sister Esther had suggested last Sunday. Even her, she's at school now. So that we put all the other people who are working in all these groups. And we be sure that contributions are coming in. Now the leader of Martin Luther to serve on time I would ask her to come and tell us how we were able to make it but because I'm a part of that group I'll tell you how we were able to make it because I'm a member of that group two things were done number one when the group whatsapp group was formed uh, by the way our leader was uh, Dr. Mlonde but uh, he and I talked and we agreed I cannot be the leader because I'm busy he cannot be the leader because he's busy with being a team leader you have to coordinate you know you have to make it happen and so we noticed that these younger people are very good at coordinating and, and if you want to see all the groups that are doing well the team leaders are sisters so some of you who have brothers as your team leaders you may want to make them sisters hallelujah amen antonao and so because they are really doing well they know how to talk to people I'm imagining if brother so and so calls you say brother we want money uh, immediately you don't even want to give anything but if a sister calls and says brother you did not send your contribution ah ok let me send right now so, so I think some of you groups you may want to consider that tactic amen and also this sister that is leading our team put up a list I know there is this sentiment that uh, you know uh, we are not Bible says if you are giving give in secret let not your uh, right hand know what your left hand 
know what your right hand has given. And so some are, are like, I don't want to contribute on the group. Because me, I'm humble. But even privately, you have not contributed. So it's not humility. The same Bible says don't pray in public. No, the same Bible that said the other thing also says we should not pray in public. Like the hypocrites do. They come in the, in the sanctuary and then they lift up their hands. You that is saying you don't want to give in public. You are the one who prays in public. So you should interpret scripture correctly. We are one family. We are one team. And uh, we are the body of Christ. And if you are because we are not mentioning people here and what they have given. Those are filed because it is in your group. Your team. So if you are spiritual you will contribute. You will put your shoulders to the wheel. And you will let us achieve the goal. Because you are part of the body. And so uh, the sister put up that list. Uh, and she was mentioning, she kept mentioning who is giving how much. And it motivated others also to give. Then the second thing that was done on our team, we were able, each individual was able, some individuals, to look out for friends. And we added them on our team. Some who are not members of the church. And so they also helped us to continue. So, you, you as the team leader and your members you can do that and make it happen for, for your team at the end of it all we shall buy our church land and the Lord shall take the glory so uh, we will have a, a very brief uh, uh, meeting with the team leaders to guide them a little bit praise the Lord and so before we go to the word this morning I'd like to do two things one I'd like to welcome uh, Sister Peace to DVF uh, if you could please stand, Sister Peace. Hey, Sister Peace, right over here. Let us give her a hand. Amen. Amen. Sister Peace. If you go in the early, early videos of uh, the, our, I don't even know whether it was on our church channel. In COVID, she happened to be around. She's originally from Sironko. And so she happened to be around in Tebe. So she would travel and she would come and uh, she was like almost our song leader during that time. And uh, it used to be so beautiful and humble, but very wonderful. And so she has been with us from the very beginning in the home fellowship. But she's been off and on, traveling 
places. Recently she told me, well, I'm a part of the church. And I told her, well, I will officially inform you. So we say, God bless you, Sister Peace. We are happy to have you. Amen. Praise the Lord. And uh, also, and uh, I, I, Brother Andrew and Sister Phoebe we are supposed to be in, in evening light tabernacle today because they wanted to go and officially appreciate the saints but I told them I actually requested them if it is possible they could go next Sunday because I wanted you to be here uh, because there is an anointing which you started and uh, today it is calling on another one hallelujah amen amen I know some people already know other people already have rumors and so today let us put it to an end so my son brother Shem I'd like you to come over here No, marriage is a good thing. The devil hates it. But God loves it. Um, I've raised this young man for very many years. Ever since he was in P6. Uh, he has listened to every counsel I give him. But there is no area that the devil has fought in his life like marriage. But today, I'm happy that we are reaching the beginning of victory. Amen. And so he has already made a choice. And so I want to invite the young lady. But he's going to invite him, I think. Yeah, okay. Are you bringing her with your song or you're bringing her without a song? You, okay, you, he's asking me for the microphone, so it's all right. He will do the rest after here. You are the love of my life. You are the hope that I claim. Untrade you, silver or gold. Untrade you for riches and toll. You are, you my you are the love of my life. You are the hope that I keep. One trade you, silver or gold. One trade you, golden mantle. You need more than this life to me
Somebody, I'm going to give you the show. Just tell her what, why you were here or whatever. We were just here to watch. We were just. Abantu bakula bioyimbi akayimba ozeno muntu tu agalatumanye chichige na maso. God bless you, church. Mukama ba mukse kanisa. I thank God for this wonderful moment. This is to inform you that I finally found a wife. After a long time suffering, so God came along my way. And I found her. So before all people, uh, Sister Favor, I want again to repeat my words that I love you with all my heart. Um, This moment, I would like to thank God just in one minute or two. There's a lot of things that happened uh, come to this. I remember Pastor preached uh, it was 31st, the crossover. By that time, I didn't have a way. And uh, he asked, he said, if you need a way, if you stand. So I stood and he preached the sermon about a new faith. So all this started when we went to Kenya. God dealing with me. So I want really to thank God for the Kenya trip. And that's why it is good always to attend uh, the meetings. Because that's the time that God really spoke to me and, uh, and convinced my heart. A lot of supernatural things happened to the extent that even 1% of doubt God cleared And this young girl, I, I met her at school. But at that time, I could not think of 
Though I saw she's a bit different from others. And I really want to thank God. I don't have much time. But, but, but if you really need the testimonies, a lot of testimonies between, I mean, connected to our relationship. Yes. So I really thank God for that. So at this, at this moment, I'm going just to give her something. Hey, <laughs> As a token. And also to warn you. Hallelujah, this is a no go zone. Amen. Amen. Beautiful wife. The woman whose parent is her. Lord, I know that cannot be anything but the joy of God. And I know the enemy is not happy. But I know that, Lord, you are happy for them. And I pray that you will establish this. Uh, uh, promises that they have made today. Until that day, Father, when they are even united in their holy matter, keep them, Lord, away from all the powers of darkness. Keep them away even from all those demons and spirits that come to fight against marriage. Keep them pure and holy. Acceptable to you, dear Lord. As you have done, Lord, in the days past. Until they will finally consummate their marriage. We glorify your name. Ask your blessing upon them. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yesterday, we were at Sister Fever's home. And uh, Shem officially, together with the elders, Shem asked the father for his permission. Traditionally, it is the singer. But we visited the father's home anyway. We met the singers as well. And Musei uh, was with me. Where is Musei? He's right over here. Tata, you can stand, please. Uh, if you can come here for a moment. Um, this man he means a lot to me God bless you Mzei uh, I would have wished to give you the microphone so you can speak but I don't want to keep the people for because he's a preacher himself and he will preach the whole day but this Mzei gave me my wife and uh, 
At that time I was very poor. I had nothing. I told him, say, I've seen what you have asked. In their tribe. You cannot take a woman without a cow physically there. But he told me, you te, me have loved you. Take your bride. Make the money. You will pay me later. <laughs> and uh, he was very gracious and kind to me. And, and, and God is very busy paying you back. <laughs> Praise the name of the Lord. So God bless you, Zay. So uh, is Shem's father. Uh, I know every one of you knows me as Shem's father, but he's the biological father. Together with him and the brothers of Shem. Brother Matt, Brother Martin, Brother Luanga. And I think that's all. And my wife. Uh, we went to uh, the family of Fever yesterday. And I've never in all my life seen pre-visit as spiritual and anointed as that. Is that true? Where's Brother Martin? Martin He stepped out. He, he told me the same thing. When the Senga started to pray, the anointing of the Holy Spirit came in never seen that. It was really, uh, it was really touching. And so we are happy for shame and favor. And uh, we, they are going into their next phase. Shame, when, when, when is your wedding? Give him the microphone. The wedding is in April. Production will be on 19th. 19th April and the wedding is uh, on 20th April. Don't start a marriage relationship if you're not ready to marry the young lady right away. If she accepts, you are going on forth. So. I'm short for words. But you see, Sister Phoebe, why I had to ask you to stay. Because when you threw the flower, it was Sister Favor who Sister fought it. <laughs> <laughs> and so the anointing came over from you. Amen. We just stand change the order of the service now. Sister Michelle from Sunday, are you here? Uh, Michelle uh, over there, God bless you, you are welcome. And as, as well as Sister Susan also from Sunday. Are you the one here? Ah, okay, you are welcome. God bless you. I don't know why they gave you those seats. We have seats here. If you would like to come in the front, so we will just sing a, a little song as we 
prepared to read in the book of John 3.16. And I'll be speaking on the greatest love story today. Amen. Amen. I think, Brother Peter, you will need to come and play this song. Praise the Lord. You know, whenever I sing this song, I think about the grace of God and what he has done for us and uh, thinking about the cross he did not have to die but he died so that we might have life and so I want us to sing this song you shown me mercy when you died in shame and we just relax in his presence just feel relaxed you, you can't you close your eyes and sing Bali bakuba chidanze Yesu Wanda gechi sacho Emi kocho Chai minjine chiyuzo Mbili Yesu
What a great love story. Father, they ask as we take the pages of your word. Lord, surround us. Anoint us. Each of us here, Father. That we will hear from heaven. That you will come down and aim and speak to our hearts. For you know every need that we have. Lord, we give the service to you now. Different people have come from different places. And even some online, Father. And Lord, they are hungering for you. Many of them have spiritual needs, physical needs. Oh Lord, we ask that you will come and speak to them. Speak to every individual, Lord. May everyone hear from you, Lord And by the time we leave, Lord, let everybody say, my heart has been burning with as the Lord spoke to me. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor and glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. John 3.16 God bless you, musicians. Thank you. For God so loved the world that he gave him his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. You may be seated. Uh, I'd like you to join me to also welcome my designer, Brother Innocent. Right over here. God bless you. Thank you for coming. Designer Amen. Amen. We are tra 
trusting that the Lord will also visit him and give him the revelation of the word. So friends, I'm speaking on the greatest love story. And an inspiration, the reason why he, Jesus, the reason why he came. Um, I preached this one someplace and Shem said it was his favorite someone. So I thought that he would love this and you all would be blessed by this. Praise the Lord. For God so loved the world that he gave his begotten son. Now love caused him to do this. Love caused him to give. There is something about love that we cannot be able to uh, to replace with anything. And so uh, the prophet of God says in the message go wake Jesus says God in the beginning he wasn't even God he wasn't even God I'm happy to say the brother here from Karamoja there's another one from Karamoja that, are you Daniel? Oh, okay God bless you so that God wasn't even God can you I want you to think about what I'm saying. That God wasn't even God. Does it make sense? I've never had anybody say that. But the prophet of Malachi. No theologian has ever said that. No PhD holders ever said that. Because it came by revelation. Now. We know that God is, he says God is an object of worship. When the Bible says thou shalt have no other gods beside me before me. He does not mean like another God. There cannot be another God. Like him. But he means anything that you worship. Anything you reverence. You should not have another. It's a God. If it is your phone, it is your God. If it is your social media, it is your God. If it is someone in your life, it is your God. And then he says that thou shall have no other God before. So he's God and he's God by himself. But when the prophet says there was a time when he, God, wasn't even God, he has now even God gone beyond the, the, the first verse of the book of Genesis. Because the Bible as we know it begins with Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. But remember and you know, someone asked me, Pastor, who wrote the book of Genesis? The book of Genesis was is the book that shows the beginnings of everything. 
And so it must not have been a man who knew those things. It, was, it is only God who knows what was before the beginning and after the beginning and during the beginning. But God uses human beings. And those human beings are called prophets. Now God can take a prophet, a man, and take him before something happened and he shows him what happened before it happened. And he can take an, a, 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 the same man and show him the future. And that's why prophetically, if the spirit of prophecy is upon me, I can be able to speak to you and speak about your future. And those things will happen just as exactly as if I knew what was going to happen in the future. But then, you know, what that is prophecy. But you see, there is a gift of prophecy. And then there is a prophet who is born a prophet. Now, a prophet who is born a prophet, his messages do not need to be tested by another person. But according to scripture, if someone had a gift of prophecy, and, and maybe just came and prophesied over your life, you don't just believe that and take it to be that say the Lord until if it has been judged by other men who are spiritual and can say indeed it is of God. But a prophet like uh, like Moses. He was born a prophet. His messages did not need to be questioned. It was thus saith the Lord. And we see that God anointed Moses. And he showed him everything from the beginning. And, and you know now Moses began to write. You see in the beginning. God created the heaven God and the earth. So now by the time God takes. Uh, by the time you know Moses began to write, he did not know, he was not there, but these things were coming to him by the spirit of prophecy. And now he began writing, but by the time he began writing, God was already God. If you understand it, say amen. Because he said in the beginning, God. But here comes a prophet. Another man who was born a prophet. In our generation. William Branham. And he takes this same scripture. And he even goes before that scripture. And he says before the beginning God wasn't even God now that is not written in here but that can be proved by the same Bible if any man comes and speaks in the name of the Lord he if some, some, whatever he says must be proved by what is written. Because God cannot come to this prophet and say something contrary to what he will say to another prophet. And so we know that, you know, the, the analogy is that God is an object of worship. 
And so there was a time that God was not worshipped. He was Elohim. Elohim. He was dwelling with his own thoughts. He was dwelling with his own attributes. He was self-existent. He was the self-existent one. He had nobody with him. He had no angels with him. He had no human beings with him. He had no animals with him. He had no nature to worship him. He was God. He was just Elohim. He was the spirit that gives life. And the Bible says he was covering everywhere. And you know he, he was existing by himself with his own attributes. Just like shame or like any young man would exist by himself before he expresses his attributes. And so there was a time God was not worshipped. At that time he was not God. But when did he become God? Because what we see in Genesis 1.1 he was already God. Well there is uh, other creatures that the Bible actually speaks of but the Bible does not tell us about their creation story. And those creatures are called angels. How many know angels? How many have ever received an angelic visitation? I have ever received one. And I tell you, if you want to receive an angelic visitation, keep good music in your house. Listen to the word of God. Keep the right atmosphere. And angels will visit you. And, and so, the angels were created. The Bible says angels were created. We, we know that from the book of Ezekiel and from also the book of Revelation. That angels were created. But when they were created, we do not know. We do not know when. We don't know what date. There is no creation story for angels in the Bible. But we also know that angels are worshippers. There is even a band of angels that do nothing but worship God day and night. These are not messengers. These in his presence day and night in all the time and they worship him they say holy 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 is the Lord holy holy and that's only their work they have two wings covering their face two wings covering their feet two wings to fly with now the Bible speaks of all that and you know but now uh, the prophet of God goes and says God became God when angels were created. So now he was being worshipped. But there was a time that God was not God. But I'm glad that I was created for the purpose of worshiping the Lord. Now, of course, now there we speak about God a little bit, but now I want us to go to Revelation and I want you to hold your thoughts together. 
The service today will have a little more content than I usually give. So, uh, I just want you to keep your thoughts together. And uh, let us see how the Holy Spirit will deal with us. Don't make conclusions before we reach the conclusion. Because then you will be confused. Revelation 12, 7. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought and his angels. Now, before I continue on this verse, are we together, church? If you are together, say amen. Now, God, Katonda, as an object of worship, began to um, uh, express his attributes. Elohim, the self existent. Elohim, the moment he created angels, he had begun to express himself. He then became God, the object of worship. That was an expressed attribute of God. And then now in the creation story, we see several things. Created over time. And the first thing he created was light and darkness. And he separated the light and the darkness. And we see the other thing was the firmament. The space between the waters. Did you know the Bible says that, that, that you know the firmament is the space between waters? Heaven, as we call it, is actually just a space between the waters. So there is water down and water up. God is amazing. All these things are in the Bible. And then he also created on the, on the third day dry land. Earth. Water, sea, grass, herbs, trees. Now God was intentional. There is something I want you to see. You know, you might think that God was just trying to play a video game. To appease himself. No, whatever he was doing, he had a main reason why he was doing it. He had something in his heart. He had a desire. He wanted to express himself in such a way. I, I want you to follow me here. Then. He then created now light. The greater light to rule the night. And the lesser light to rule, to rule the day. The stars and everything. The fifth day then he created a fish. And bad. Now all these were attributes. God was Expressing himself. And all creation. All creation worships him. See all the birds in the morning. They wake up. And they begin worshiping him. There are some birds which were even recorded. Early in the morning. You know, you know singing as they sing. And then they flap their wings. Every morning. And you see the trees. You know they worship him. All nature worships him. Fish worships him. And then he did create the cattle. The beasts. 
and all and the animals and they multiply now after God created all these things God Katonda. still felt a void God Katonda. was happy and everything was good but with him, he felt he needed something. More. He was still lonely. Can you imagine having all the riches of the world? But you are still lonely. God was still lonely. Because there was no creation that was in his direct image. He needed a creation that is in his perfect image. A creation that I can say is an express image of his perfect and so God was not happy. God was still lonely. There was none like him. But he wanted to have company. He wanted to have someone like him. Someone he can fellowship with. Someone he can talk to. Someone that can carry on. And do what God was doing. Let me tell you. God. Amen. Then say it. Let us create man Nagamba in our image. Amen. That is Genesis 126. Let us make man in our image. After our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. And over the fall of the air. And over the cattle. And over all the earth. And over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So now God created man in his own image. In the image of God. You cannot count him. You cannot number. 
Because it's a spirit. It's like you cannot count water. How many waters do we have? Lake Wamala, Lake Victoria, Lake Chogalek, Albert. Albert. All these are lakes. But how many waters are they? One water. How? One like your finger. No, not one like your finger. But more than one. More, more than enough. And that's how God is. God covers the earth. He covers the heaven. He covers the mountain. Did you know that the same God who is in heaven is the same God here? Did you know he can be in heaven? And also he can be on earth at the same time. But in every place he is there in his fullness how meaning the attributes that make him is all there just like you see these two bottles you know it has attributes sodium potassium calcium magnesium iron chloride there are many many attributes and so this is water and that is water but these are two bottles of water but how many waters are there one water come on one two what am I counting am I counting water one two I'm counting bottles so in the same way, God can bottle himself in many manifestations, in many forms, but God is one because everything that makes God, all the attributes of God was powered in Jesus. That did not make Jesus the second person. It made him the only God of heaven. He was in heaven and he was on earth and so that's why when he says let us create it was God with his attributes and of course angels were already created but now the man he was creating was going to manifest the perfect image of God and so God will then have fellowship. But the devil doesn't always let the fellowship that way. Among the angels he had created. You know when they saw. That there was man. In the image of God. Listen church. Follow me closely. I warned you that this was, would be a little more confident. So follow closely. So here are two domains. There is a domain in heaven. Heaven. And there is a domain uh, and the domain in heaven was, was uh, the, the place, the dwelling place of God. Now God placed man on the domain on earth. Now man was the one seated on the throne of God on the earth. And uh, God created God was now on the on the throne of heaven. But now when Lucifer, Lucifer, Lucifer was one of the angels in heaven. Not just an angel. He was, according to the Bible, he was one of the closest angelic beings to the throne of God. He was high up in heaven. 
in rank, he had a lot of authority to make things happen because angels were created never to sin. Angels were created to be perfect beings. But the Bible speaks of Lucifer. He says, Lucifer, thou art Perfect. You were perfect in your way. Until evil was found in you. Somehow, even in his perfection, evil was found in him. Sin was found in him. And you know when an angel sins, an angel can never be pardoned. There is no redemption for an angel. When angels sin, they are cast away. Forever. But I thank God I'm not an angel. 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 I thank God I'm Praise the name of the Lord. And so we see when Lucifer sinned. You know, God just looked at him. And the Bible, and, and you know, Lucifer felt like he wanted to lift himself with the pride to sit higher, to be something, to be someone. And that's why you should watch pride. Pride comes before the fall. If you feel you are being lifted up, if you are feeling better than others, no matter how much you have achieved in life, no matter where you are in life, you will fall down. That's why humility is the way up. Pride is the way down. Be humble. And Lucifer, Lucifer say to the angels, the way I see, I know heaven like my palm. Like my palm. And I know God. And I know all of your angels. And you know I have very good vocal cords. I'm very good. Yeah, yeah, we, we agree you are very good. I have a proposition to Why don't you? make me your God. So you can worship me. Instead of worshiping him, worship me. Now God saw that. Now God is God. So what God did, he came down. But how did he come down? He came down in another form. He came down in a form of an angel. And his name was Michael. And he came down to show the devil, to show Lucifer, if you think you are good, I can create another form of myself in a way of an angel to come and show you I have better what you are. If I made you and you think you are good I have better 
where this came from and when Michael came down Michael did not come to negotiate Michael did not come amen, to agree he said let us now have an agreement let us negotiate so that you can take that function and I take my function God does not negotiate with the terrorists and the devil is a terrorist Satan is a terrorist if God did not negotiate with the devil in heaven he cannot negotiate with the devil here on earth today and if the devil is tormenting you in your life let me tell you God is not about to negotiate with him and if God is in you you are not going to negotiate with that demon without spirit bothering you in your life time has to come the same spirit which was in Christ if it is in you time comes where you say no enough is enough I am not going to negotiate with all these demons and spirits I am going to stand as a son of God and I am going to kick them out did you know believers can kick out demons did you know that we have been given the authority to cast out demons to cast out spirits I am telling you what I know I have seen it it is a good feeling when someone is being tormented by a demon and you cast it out hallelujah I remember there was this girl crying with a lot of strength and eight guards were carrying us and when we came they called us we just came and I said Lord I quoted Mark 16 I said we shall cast out demons in your name because you said this sign shall follow them that believe all those that believe and so I said Lord I lay my hands and as soon as I laid my hands you know the baby has stretched the girls just stretched. <sighs> the demon left <laughs> immediately. And I'm telling you, we have power to cast demons. If your neighbors call you, when someone is demon possessed, don't run away. Don't even say, let me first go and pray. You have the authority. You have the power. You have the authority. The word gives it to you. Just go and cast out the demon. And let me tell you, if you believe yourself, if you know who you are, that demon will go. And so, he was not negotiating with him. And so he told Michael, you have a go start those demons angels became demons God never created demons he created angels but then these Michael when he came down Lucifer now had already got very many angels and he had taken them on his side so don't underestimate Satan. Satan has power. If, if Satan can be able to convince angels who are meant to be perfect, how much more here on earth? We are not meant to be perfect. Because we are in bodies that are corrupt. So the devil can 
can do a lot of damage if given a chance. But see friends, there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And that dragon fought and his angels. It was a battle. It was a fight. And he prevailed not. Neither was their place found anymore. And the great dragon was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, Satan which deceiveth the whole world. He's here on earth today deceiving the whole world. The world is in deception. As long as they are not following this Bible, they are in deception. They have been deceived by the devil. If you are not anointed by God, you are anointed by the devil. There's only two anointings in the world. And he was cast out into the earth. And his angels were cast out into him. Now Satan is the, is the devil. But Demons were the fallen angels. So we have demons and the devil himself. So many of, of you many times are tormented by demons. Not the devil. Now the devil is the big guy. That Satan. That dragon. But then he has many demons. Fallen angels. You know, and, and you know when when for when angels fell, God never took away their gifts. Did you know that? That God does not take away gifts. God is not like a man. When he gives you something, and you do something he doesn't like, he says, give it back But God is not that way. When God gives you, he is not ready to take back. And the devil had gifts. That's why someone can be gifted. Someone can even preach. And go to hell. Someone can sing so well. And yet not a believer. Someone can be so gifted. In many ways. But yet still go to hell. So it's not gifts. That take us to heaven. It is the relationship. With Jesus Christ. It is that unity. That love connection. So the devil went down onto the earth with all his gifts. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accused of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him. Hallelujah. The accused of our brethren is cast down. Amen. He accused them before God both day and night. You know the devil is our accuser. The devil is our accuser. But he says we overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. Therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them go to the inhabitants of the earth of the sea. For the devil is come down to you. 
and he has great wrath because he knows he has but a short time hallelujah hallelujah the devil knows that he has small time. He knows he doesn't have long year. And that's why we have to fight. As if it is the last moment. That's why if you have to be on fire for God. Let us do it as if it is our last day on earth. Let us serve God with all zeal. Let us be on fire friends. Whatever is our way. Let's cast it down. Because the devil knows he has a short time, but the church does not know. The church thinks they have a whole lot more. I tell you, we have a short time. Whatever we are doing, let us do it with precision. Let us do it with zeal. Let us do it with fire. Let us do it with consecration. With commitment. We are not living in the world. Like wind. Doesn't know where it came from. But we know who we are. We know where we came from. And we know where we are going. We are not falling angels. We are human beings. With a soul in us. Amen. And we know where we came from. We came from God. And we go back to God. We are here right now. Amen. To raise a standard. We are, the bride of Christ is on after the standard. And when that battle happened, Lucifer found himself Lucifer in, on earth. Where on earth do you think he went? The book of Ezekiel tells us where he went. He went straight to the Garden of Eden. And he found that Adam was away. Some place in the garden. And he found Eve. And he began speaking to Eve. And he beguiled her. He will come to that shortly. Now, the God who is rich in mercy says, Now, if you've got eternal life tonight, if then we, are, we always were, we always had it. There is only one form of eternal life. And the reason we always were is because we are a part of God. And God is the only thing that is eternal. Tell your neighbor, I am a part of God. Amen. I'm a part of God. something I'm coming to Just be a little patient with me today. For we are flesh of his flesh. We are born of his born. We are life of his life. We can no more perish. Than God himself can perish. That's what the Holy Ghost is. When you receive the Holy Spirit. You have received a part of God. When you receive the Holy Spirit. You have received a life of God. Amen. You can God perish? Can God perish? Amen. And he says, if you are a part of God, you cannot perish. Listen to me, church. We are not praying to get eternal life. We already have eternal life now. now. The Bible says, if any man 
That's what God did. And that's why he let the devil come down. He let the devil come down because he wanted to show the devil something. Theology, theology according to Jesus Christ. Not theology, theology according to the devil. The devil thought, let me now go into the earth. The devil was a good strategist also. Because he was created by God. Let me now go in the earth. When I go there, okay, let me try to to first of all refuse to, to follow. Let me refuse to follow. Let me just uh, let me just do whatever I'm doing here. And when he refuses to accept me, then I'm going to go down to the earth. And I'm going to refuse to submit myself. And when he sends me down to the earth, I'm going to show him who I am. Because I'm going to go down in his creation. And when I go in his creation, I will show him. I will show him that I can disengage everything. I will show him that I can destroy the human. But the devil did not know that the human race had a part of God. The human race had a life. Hallelujah. Making uh, 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 robot prostitutes. 
imagine. A man buys it. And he never gets to marry. He has a prostitute in his house. A robot created by a human being. But let me tell you. That's wires. And, uh, and, uh, and batteries. And things like that. Know what you're made of? You're made of wires. Wire. And batteries. Battery. And connectors. But there is no hospital that can create recreate. This is made by God. From the special bank, health bank of heaven. And God Himself created these bodies. And all the nervous system of man. And all the connections and how the brain works. Oh, let me tell you, God is God and is God by Himself. But the devil has been trying to recreate, to make it like God did it. But he can never do it because the devil is not God. And the devil cannot create. And he thought man will fall. And so he was sure. And then he came down into the garden. And he, he inserted his seed into the human race. You've heard of evolution, haven't you? You've heard of it. They say man has been, first he was a chief. And then this man improved. Improved. And this man is now working. Now, if that is correct, why isn't this man correct? Because this is wrong. It's not correct. Evolution is not correct. But the devil brought that idea to confuse sons of men. But he himself knows the truth. He was there in the beginning. The Bible says the serpent had a seed. And that seed could mingle with the woman bring forth a child with the human race. And that's exactly what happened. Cain was not a son of Adam. You can search the Bible over and over and over. You will never find a place that proves Cain is a son of Adam. If you find it, give it to me and we'll repent publicly. There is no place. But I will show you many places that prove Cain was a son of the serpent. Cain was a son of the devil. Not a son of Adam. Because the human race was supposed to multiply from Adam. Adam. By Eve. But the devil came and he murdered the body of Eve. And he knew Eve before Adam would know Adam him. And by so doing, Eve became pregnant with a seed from another world. How, how is that? 
Well, the devil is, is an angel. Sitani malaika. But he incarnated into this beast-like creature. The Bible says it was the most subtle. Very subtle. And he came in. It could speak. It could reason. It could talk. And the devil came in. Where is that beast today? God cast it. And it became a snake. So today it is a snake. But before it was not. Before it was like me. Walking like me. Walking like you. Is it new to you? Don't you know it? If you know it, say amen. And I can prove that by the Bible. And that beast-like creature continued to multiply itself through that seed of Cain. Cain continued his lineage. But his lineage was never mixed with the lineage of Adam. The, the lineage of Adam was different. Through, through Seth. And it continued on. And when you count Adam, Seth, and others, up to Enoch. The Bible then says Enoch was the seventh of Adam. Adam. Cain is not included. His sons are not included. That's why Cain's works were evil. That's why he killed his brother. Because his works were evil. But his brothers were right there. And the Bible says why was his works evil? Because his father was the devil. Today, we have people on earth whose father is the devil. Jesus himself said it. And how do we know who your father is? These people were saying our father is Abraham. And Jesus said no. You are liars. Your father is the devil. Because your works are evil. And you do not believe me. Somebody who refuses to believe the word of God. He is not a son of God. But sons of God. Sons of God. Every one of his words. They just amen. Is it in the Bible? Amen. Is it real? Amen. I don't care about my opinion. That is sons of God. Do I have children of God? Here there is serpent seed in the world today. No matter how much you tell them, they can never accept it. Because there is no seed in their heart to accept. But the seed of God will always believe everything. Now, we are flesh of his flesh. We are born of his blood. We are life of his blood. God created everything. Then he created man to watch over everything. Adam was not just like any other creature. Adam was in the image and in the likeness of God himself. 
Adam was a part of God. Adam yali kitundu tundu cha katonda. He, he therefore had to have attributes of God in him. That is why God said it is not good for man to dwell alone. Now you say it is good. God says it is not good. So if you are a man and you are alone, it is not good. It is not good. Tell all the single brothers it is not good. 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 The Bible says it is not good. And even for God himself, it was not good for him to dwell alone. So what did he do? He created a man that was an extension of him. Life of his life. All of his bones. And he called that man Adam. And then we see that now when he does create Adam, Everything he said is good. But with Adam, he said, ah, it is not good for Adam also to Adam be alone. Why? Because Adam was like God. Adam was lonely. Adam needed also fellowship. And Adam needed to have somebody else. But whatever Adam needed, oh, don't miss this now. Whatever Adam needed was in him already. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh my God. Whatever God needed was in him. Whatever Adam needed was in him. Whatever you need in this life is not coming. It's not coming. It's in you. It's in you. It's in me. What do you need? You need a car. Do you need a car? If you need a car, that car is in you right now. Yes. What do you need? You need a house. The house is in you. It is in you. Yes, whatever you need is right there in you. Why? Because you are like God. You are small God. That's what the Bible says. If you need a wife, stop looking elsewhere. That wife is in you. God created you with everything you need. And what did God do to make the attributes which were in him to be manifested? God did not do much. But I will tell you what he did. He spoke them into existence. He spoke them into existence. Let there be man like me. Let there be fish. Let it be a firmament. Let it be light. Let it be God spoke it into existence. Amen. God spoke it. In the same way, whatever you need, you can speak into existence. Do you believe that? You can speak it. You can confess it. You can believe it. God believed His own word. Amen. Praise God. I'm not going to finish. But let us go up to somewhere. Now, Genesis 2.18 And the Lord God said it is not good 
for the man that should be alone. I will make him an help. Meet for him. And the rib which the Lord God made from the man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. Have you heard that? Oh, you didn't hear it well. Let's do it and again. the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman. And brought now where, where, where did God take the rib from? If you were men saying in me aha God took a rib out of Adam. Who took it out? God. Alright. God took the rib out of the man. And who made the woman? God. Okay. Now, God took the rib. He made the woman. After God made the rib and he made a woman out of God, then God cast it aside and it was Adam's now work to look for that woman. Where is the rib? What is the rib? Praise the name of the Lord. God moves. He made the rib. He made the rib. And he, God himself. God says. Rib, come here. God made the rib. God made the rib. And when he made the rib. He brings that rib. And he places it. Right here. Now the man. He's still dozing. Oh God. Where is my wife? Open my eyes. Give me revelation. Bring her to me. I need her Lord. It is prayer, not sleeping. Oh God. And now after prayer. Now. After God operated on Adam. Adam woke up. Adam Nazuka. Oh. What was happening to him? Your bone of my bone. Your flesh of my flesh. You shall be called. Mrs. Talimwa. <laughs> so in other words You shall be called Part of me Woman means Part of the man Woman So you will be a part 
husband. So that, that's how you find your wife. And when you find her, she will not say, ah! When I took the hand, she will engage. Why? Why? She's mine. Why? You, you saw this young man who was giving the ring and the girl was just there. She cannot say no. She's a part of you. Friends. But some of you, younger men, you go to girls and they say, uh, uh, no, no, no. I don't. I'm, when a girl says, girls are very intelligent. They will not tell you that I don't like you. They are very kind. Let us give a hand for the sister. They are very kind. They are very kind. They will not say, I don't like you, brother. You are not mine. But what will they do? You can stand here, dear. You know, Father Banner says, when he calls a man, he calls his wife. So, these sisters, they will not say no. But they will say, brother, I'm still praying about it. Now, one man, I'm still praying about Two months, I'm still praying If you are wise brother, that rib is not yours. I'm telling you. And then, brother, you go. If you accept me, you don't know what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to buy beautiful dresses. I'm going to take it to London for our honeymoon. I'm going to do beautiful things for you. What do you want? And you find these sisters because of those words. Two years into marriage, I didn't love you. God mercy. But dear, we've been married 11 years. God bless you. Thank you for loving me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now friends, I want to tell you something. If you want to find your wife, that's the scenario. Adam just turned. He saw his rib. And when he saw his rib, he said, you are born of my flesh. flesh of my flesh. You are my wife. And Eve said, Amen. 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 Yes. Everything is Brother Andrew. Did you struggle? Did you force her? You have to confess. Did you, did you, did, did, did you force her? Did you push her? She made her mind. Yes, Brother Martin. You can tell us. Maybe you are. Since you are very strong. Man, you might have forced that. But you have to confess. If you confess, raise that. If you, if you foster. And others who are married. Dr. Mlonde, you are hiding. Did you force us? Yes. <laughs> Brethren, all of you who are married, you do not force them. Don't force sisters into a relationship. And these days, it's not only brothers forcing sisters. Some sisters can also say, I am your ribu brother. Be careful. That's not how it was in the scripture. <laughs> 
Eve was just there waiting. Waiting. Sisters, yours is to wait. And, and when she waited, Adam turned. He said, you and so from there they became one and a great love story started but friends that was just the beginning when they started a great love story then sin came in that was the place and I want to Around here and I'll continue another song. That was the place that God was waiting. Amen. The devil was doing his plan in heaven. God saw him, but he left him. Sometimes when you do wrong things and God doesn't rebuke you, you think I'm fine. God is just waiting for the right moment. Therefore, if you're a sinner, repent before it is too late. Listen to this moment. When it reached there, the devil had now, you know, come to Eve, planted his seed, and now Eve was corrupted. I want you to imagine before you could touch her. What do you think heaven was like? What do you think heaven was like? In heaven, there are a band of angels. Do you think they were quiet? They were seeing what was going on. Even after sin, God blessed angels to keep the garden. How much more before? There are angels Did you know that even now there are angels watching over your life every day? Nothing happens to you but what God knows. And at that moment, there's an angel called Womu. He's the one who responsible for all the waters and the seas. Let me go down. Let me bring a storm. Wipe out this serpent. If it's in danger, heaven that day was full of sound. If it's in danger, the garden is infiltrated. Danger, danger, danger. But nothing takes God by surprise. When you think your life is in tatters, nothing takes God by surprise. God knows everything. God knows the good things. God knows the bad things. And God is interested in every little detail about my life, your life. Even what I'm going through. Yes. yes. God knows. God knows. And when he saw and he had all that news, he wasn't bothered. And Michael came. He said, You remember when you sent me down? I kicked the devil. But here he is. He has followed your mess. He's attacking the woman. God said, ah, he's attacking the woman. Let me go! And hinder him. With a flaming sword. God said, it's all right. 
Hold your position, Michael. That's not your job. There is something I want you to say. God is responsible for a part of him. Hallelujah. God was not moved for as long as it was the woman. That was not God's responsibility. Hey. Did you hear that? Brothers, God is not responsible for your wife. You are responsible. That's why men to, to marry because, because they fear responsibility. Brother Banam would say, see how she dresses, see how she behaves in the public. God will judge you, sir, for letting her do that. You are responsible before God for your wife. Why? Because she is a part of you. She is born of your bones, flesh of your flesh, life of your life. She is your wife. Love her. No one can love her for you. Cherish her. No one can cherish her for you. Even if everybody says, they are just going above. No problem. If you are hugging your wife, hug her and walk. The married ones can shout amen. The single ones keep what because of what I'm talking If you want to walk, no problem. Walk. There are some people who are telling me. This one, they go overboard. Because now they are engaging and they are putting one knee down. And uh, he, he's, 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 is he the first one to be in love? Don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. And don't be carnal. This is a spiritual affair. It's a spiritual affair. The man is responsible for the way he treats his wife. Why do men commit adultery? They are very busy looking at other women. They are not taking care of their wives. But if you take care of your wife, she will always be a beautiful flower. For the 50 years, beautiful flower. And you will not even have time to look at the beauty of other flowers. Thank God. I've looked at only one flower for 11 years. And I'm not about to change my mind. And we see here that God did not look at that. And want to go and help. It was Adam's responsibility. Adam. I'm no longer going to read. I'm going to stop here, Let me bring it to a climax. There is much more. Listen. He waited. He waited. And he finished whatever she did. The serpent left. And then now. Eve came to Adam. And Eve told Adam, do you know what I found? I found some nice stories. Mr. Serpent has told me good things. And what did you do? 
And I took the fruit. And I ate. Uh -huh. You did? You actually did? Now, this moment, Adam had to make a decision. It is not God that makes a decision for the way you treat your wife. You make that decision. Amen. I was going to read a quote where Brother Manam says, A woman that lives unclean, a man should put her away. And that was the way even Moses wrote it. Adam could have said, Now you woman, leave me, I don't want to But what did Adam do? Adam was a real man. Real men defend their wives. Real men even love their wives. Real men are you here And Adam was a real man. He said, don't you worry. You are a bone of my bones. You are flesh of my flesh. You may have no redeemer. But I am your redeemer. I, Adam, Adam, your husband, I am going to redeem you out of this family. Hallelujah. Amen. But Abraham says in the church, Adam knew what he was doing. And he went right there. And he took Adam. He took Eve. Brought her to him. Says, don't worry. And the Bible says, they two together did it. Why did Adam partake Adam of this revelation? Why did he partake of this revelation? That came from Satan. Because he knew the only way of defending his wife was if he was a part of it. He was the redeemer of the woman. But Adam had a redeemer. Hallelujah. Amen. How many get it? Adam had a redeemer. Adam had a redeemer. Adam had a revelation. If my redeemer redeems me, he redeems me and everything that I own. All my possessions. All my land. All my family. Everything must be redeemed. And therefore, I'm going to take you to myself. And Adam. Adam and Eve went. Eve. Falling on Adam. And they walked and walked. In shame. In distress. And they went in the thickets. Down there. Covered themselves. Some upright. And they were there crying. But listen friends. All angels in heaven. We are shocked. But yeah. What is happening to the race of Jehovah God? His family is gone. Michael said, Master, one more time, let me go down. 
says there's nothing <laughs> to do. It's already done. Gabriel said, oh, Gabriel, Master, at least give me some good news. Let me take it to them. Let me tell them that something is coming. He said, don't you worry. This is redemption. I will do it myself. I will do it myself. God. Amen. At the cool of that evening. Amen. He came down. Friends, he came down. And when he came down, he did not come down to investigate. He knew what happened. If God is coming down to your life now, he's not coming to investigate. He knows everything about you. He knows everything you're been going He knows. And that's why he comes down. When God comes down, he comes down to redeem. And when he came down, right there, Adam had the feet. Adam now did it get it. Oh, he did himself. But what did God do? Eve, Eve, where are you? Read your Bible. God called the one he was responsible for. Adam. 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 Where are you? I'm here. I'm here, Father. I'm hiding myself. So what? Watch. You're naked? Yes, I'm naked. Who told you you were naked? Did you eat of the tree that I told you not to eat? Says, Father, the woman you came And what did God do? God did this. Hallelujah. God did the same thing that Adam had died. God told Adam, don't you worry. This is the reason why I've come. God quickly, he quickly went and, and he killed a lamb. He brought coats of skin and he said, Adam, I said, Hallelujah. And at that moment, I believe Adam was smiling because he was seeing what was coming. After that, God brought another kind of skin by default. By default, he said, Adam, don't you worry. Here is another one for your wife. God redeemed Adam and his wife. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because Adam was born of bonds of God. Flesh of flesh of God. And God was responsible. That's what happened in the Garden of Eden. But let me tell you, that was only a type and shadow. Amen. Amen. The same God came down from glory. He came and put on flesh. He came down from glory. What was that? God condescending, coming down, humbling himself. No wonder when the boys are proposing. I don't know where that came from. But they kneel down. Oh, I believe it's a spiritual thing. Because it's typing what God did. God came down from his majesty. 
God came down from glory and he humbled himself. He humbled himself. Hallelujah. He said, I love you. I love you. I still love you. I'm going to marry you. Will you marry me? Will you marry me? Will you accept me? That's what he did on the cross. He humbled himself so that we can say yes, Lord. And no matter your past life, the moment he chooses, the moment he chooses to love you, and you choose to accept him, it doesn't matter the past. All things are gone. You are one from that moment. And then he begins defending you. He begins fighting for you. Oh, what a love story. Hallelujah. And I said that is the greatest love story. He came down and he loved me. God should love a sinner I was not worthy. But he loved me. Enough. If I continue, I'll just be so long. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. I just carry on on Wednesday, the Lord willing. But I, there's a song that says, I'm so glad that he found me. With love, he bound me. He put his arms around me. And he led me into the message, into the shelter. And now I am one of his own. And all the joy of knowing with my heart aglowing someday I'm going to my home my home in glory and I will walk on streets paved with gold. Hallelujah. Brother, you have the word? Okay. Can you give us the first stanza? Sing it together. Okay, they, you know it? You don't know it, so you just go with me. Well, I was on the mountain, wandering from the fountain, when I heard my Savior calling me. He said, come to me relenting, of your sins repenting, and I bring you out where you can see the chorus now. Well, I'm so glad he found me. With love, he found me. He put his arms around me. Well, and he led me into the shelter. Well, now, oh, I'm one of his own. Glowing, and someday I'm going oh, to my home, my home in glory. Walk on streets, be with God. Brother Shem, I'd like you to give the sister a little more sound. I have no voice. And brothers, let us try to step, pull it up a little bit and be a little faster rather than that. All right. Well, I'm so glad it 
found me have he bound me put his arms around me and he led me to the shelter and now I'm one of his own I know the joy of knowing I'm growing someday to my heart Offering oh, the joy of knowing with my heart a glowing someday to my home, to my home, well, my home in glory and walk on streets. Everybody now, oh, I'm so glad he found me with love he found. He put his arm around. We tried to clap. And we did not dance. But I'd like us to sing it again. I'm showing, I'm teaching you how to sing this song. I'd like us to sing it again. When we are clapping. And when we are dancing. How many are going to do that for long? Alright, most of you are young people, so come on. Amen, let's praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I'm so glad he found me. With love he bound me. Put his arms around me. Oh, and he led me into the message. And now I'm one of his own. You believe that? Oh, that joy of Someday, oh, to my home, to my home, oh, my home in glory, I will 
him put his arms around me. Will I let me? He led me to this man.
You do it with all your heart. All your strength. All your might. Now the Bible says so. So you don't worry, oh, brother Sanson is going to say, oh, the other sister, ah, I'm shy. Oh, come on. This is a house of God. And where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. You understand? So I want us to sing one more dancing song. And then maybe one little worship song and then we'll close. I'm going to the promised land. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. I want people who can clap. People who can dance. People who can sing. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I'm on my way to Canaan's land. Where they have honey clouds, come on. Amen. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. Are you really on your way? You are in one place not to move. Amen. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. show you how it is done. I'm on my way. 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 If you don't go, if you don't
Friends, whatever you need. Our God is more than able to provide. It does not fail. I'd like us to sing one more chorus. If someone can help me give Brother Peter a microphone and sister, please, you can also help me. Let us sing it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
worship you, mighty God. Father, thinking about the great love story. Everything you did. All this Bible that we have in our hands. It's because of one word, Lord. Love. For God so loved the world. And because he so loved it, he gave his only because. Speaking of God condescending down to come to human flesh. And giving himself for us. Oh, what a great love story. Help us, Lord, to give ourselves to you also. Help us to, Lord, live for the purpose why you made us. We will put the world behind us. And we'll look unto thee. The author and the finish of our faith. We are looking to you because you only can save us. You only can redeem us. You have a name above every name, Lord. The name Jesus. The name above every sickness. Above every problem. Everybody that might have a problem today. Oh Lord, maybe they may be sick. We bless their trouble. Under the blood. Under the blood of Jesus. And we call on the name Jesus. Upon their problem. Upon their family. Upon all their troubles, Lord. May you prevail, Lord. Prevail over each life. And may we live this service today. Feeling fulfilled in our hearts. Because of the love of God. All the precious love of God. You gave yourself for us. Help us that we will give ourselves to you. That we will serve you with everything in us. Bless every brother, every sister. And I will begin this, this, uh, this, this week. May they be with you, Lord. Go through this week with them. Bless them everywhere. And whatever they do, Lord, may they do it in the name of Jesus. For thereby they will find a blessing. We dismiss everybody, Lord, with your love. And with your grace upon them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you so much, church. Thank you for coming for fellowship. We'll be once again in fellowship on Wednesday uh, at uh, 5 p.m. This week, by God's grace, we intend to record Brother Prince's testimony. Uh, Brother Prince has quite a testimony. He's a young man. He's still overcoming. But I tell you what, I, I thought his testimony is worth listening to. Uh, he's, been, he's gone into 
He's gone into serving God. And, and the devil has thrown him into the world. And the Lord has taken him out again. And now he's preaching this message. And uh, we want to hear that testimony. So we will have some kind of talk show. Like we had with the Pastor Moges and his wife. And we will put it on the channel. So if you are not subscribed to the church channel, please do. Subscribe Subscribing. Yeah. Because that will not be a main service. Yeah, service. It will not be a main service. It will be in the in the course of the week. So you will need to listen to that. Also, there is a, some sister that has sent me quite a few questions. I think there are some for married people and there are some for singles. So I kind of felt inspired to uh, uh, do some kind of, I don't know whether to call it a show. Uh, but some kind of streaming, or stream. We shall also later on put it on podcast. Where we shall be answering one by one of those questions. So that every young person can be benefited. Especially on the area of courtship. We have more than 10 questions on courtship. Uh, we, we need to get them answered. Our young people, what we believe and how we do it here. So don't go away from the church and be angry with shame. Why didn't you tell me? Some I know we are angry with you, brother. Andrew. Some came to me even. How come, brother Andrew? Did not tell me about his leadership. So. I need to tell you why we do what we do, how we do it. And uh, that's how we are guiding our young people. And uh, whoever follows our counsel, things go smoothly. I can tell you, I can even count them on the fingers. We have more. By the way, this, the prayers we pray, they really work. You know, we pray the prayer at the closing of the year. All you younger people, you made a mistake to stand and say, I'm one of them. The Spirit will follow your confession. And it will make it happen. For you. So, now, one man down. Another, another man down today. Now another one is coming. No mulalaja. And another one is coming. No mulala nayaja. Another one is coming. No mulala nayaja. One person told me. What were young Nambie? Was it you who told me? Or somebody said that uh, when they when there is marriages in the church. A canisa webera mo fumbo. Are you the one who told me? Say it. How did you say it? A canisa webera mo abakazinga bazara. When the church has sisters giving birth. Brothers are getting married to sisters and sisters are getting married and people are getting saved. That's called a living church. And I think I agree with him. 
Amen. I don't know where he got that from, but I think that, that I agree with him. Amen. Because you see, it means that God is moving in our lives. We want to be a living church, not a dead church. We're talking about souls getting saved. We're talking about people getting married. We're talking about children being born. We don't believe, we're not, you young people, we're not wedding you here. So you can go and enjoy life and not bring forth life. You want crying babies here. Praise the Lord. Because that's a blessing from God. Those marriages for those who don't fear responsibility. So lastly, I'm also intending to start. Um, uh, I already told you, radio broadcast we're supposed to have started on, on the first week of this month. So all these things need money. And we need 250,000 every week for the radio uh, uh, so please remember that as well and we will let you know when we get started when we get started when God provides the money where is the money God is going to bless you and touch you and then you will bring that money and we shall use it for you listen friends the message we are preaching needs to be heard by the world we are not the only ones preaching it. But uh, the little we can do, we want the world to know. So they can come to the Lord. Amen. So I think we'll dismiss you. And uh, then we shall remain. Uh, I just want to speak a few things with the team leaders. Um, I promise you it will be 10 minutes. just dismiss you. And uh, Brother Martin desires if you are part of his group, you also step back. Let me see those who did not have any group assigned to them, please. Okay, so who is writing? Brother, pick their names now and then we will assign Joel, we might have to replace your leadership with a sister because you are busy handling many of So let's give it a moment while we write the names. Brother Joel, if you can try to be a little faster, just write the name and the number, and then we shall do the assignments to the groups later. Brother Enoch, did they assign you a group? Enoch, are you assigned to a group? Oh, you've given your name. Okay. Okay, so those that have not been assigned to groups and stay while the brother writes you and the rest you are all dismissed. We meet on Wednesday. God bless you.
while you are going, I want you to remember if we give one million a week, that'll be four millions a month. That's the target. So every group at least raise 250,000 a week. That will be very good. It will make us hit the target quickly.